One morning I woke up feeling like I hadn't gotten much sleep. I drug myself into the shower. I looked down. I took a double take. I was horrified as I looked at my upper thigh. It was swollen, red, and purple, and clearly had a set of giant bite marks visible. What had happened in my sleep? You've entered into the world of alternate realities. Here, paradigms are shifted, minds are blown, and veils are lifted. Actual supernatural experiences are brought to life through storytelling by the people who experience them. Welcome to Adventures in Mysticism with Leah Grant, where the esoteric is explored and consciousness is expanded. Visit adventuresinmysticism.com to further your spiritual development through Leia's latest offerings. And now we continue with this episode's mystical adventure. Most children are afraid of the boogeyman, or monsters under their bed, or creepy somethings in their closet. I was not most children. None of these things worried me. I did see dark energies that would gather in the corners of my room, hovering like transparent black dust balls of various sizes. But between me and them were always bright, white, bigger orbs. So I felt safe and protected. The first time I recall having an unexplained bedtime event was... After my dearest pet dog, Tinkerbell, died, she was a Maltese. I had rescued her. We had this very deep connection, and I cried for three days solid when she passed. For several months following her death, similar to how someone who has lost a limb says they can feel it still there, I would feel her nuzzled against my thigh in bed at night. Not every night, several nights a week at first, and then fewer. I knew it was her because she had this thing she did where she would walk in a circle or two and then throw herself against my leg as she was lying down. This was the exact feeling I would experience. The first time it happened, it startled me, and I had to reach down just to make sure she wasn't there. Feeling her presence was a comforting feeling. Unfortunately, the rest of my night visitor encounters have been either a little terrifying or baffling. The baffling ones have been happening for a little over a decade, and one just happened two nights ago, in fact. It's the feeling of creatures or beings walking on my bed. The first few times it occurred, I thought it might be all my past dogs, but the energy was different and the weight distribution wasn't accurate. One of my dogs was a lab mix and fairly clumsy. He was like a tornado when he hit the bed and he'd jump on it and fuss around. These, let me call them footsteps for lack of having another word to describe them that I'd been encountering were 
lighter, thinner, and more deliberate than that of a medium pod dog. Many times when I've experienced them, sometimes carefully walking and other times seemingly running across the bed, I've tried communicating with these beings, asking them what they are, asking why they are visiting me, asking if they have a message for me. I've never gotten any response. I've speculated that maybe they're fourth dimensional beings like leprechauns, fairies, hobbits, or trolls that are able to cross over momentarily into this physical plane. But I'm not actually sure because sometimes they feel like they have more of an insect-like feel to them, very skinny and thin. Friends have suggested they may be ETs, like those tappings on the bed or what I'm experiencing the moments before I'm abducted. I do not think that, though, because I've asked them to leave, and typically they do, And I'm usually still awake to experience peace before I go to sleep after their passing. Energetically, they don't feel harmful or like anything to be afraid of. But every once in a while, I'll get a creeped out sense, especially when I feel them all around me in the bed. Similar to this, in my last house, I would sometimes feel movement inside my mattress. It was like a large mouse was running around about an inch under the top of the mattress, but only under the lower part of my legs and feet. Freaked out by this, I took the mattress off the bed and thoroughly inspected it. There were no holes, no way in or out, so I knew it wasn't a rodent. Some nights, this would be so disturbing, I'd go sleep on my couch. For those who may be wondering, yes, I've done house clearings, I've saged my bed, and I've had protective crystals under my mattress. None of that makes any difference whether these night visitors show up or not. Another baffling, bordering on disturbing experience that's been happening for about the same amount of time though not the same nights as the mattress walkers, as I've come to call them, is a bed bumper, or that's what I've named it as well. I'll be lying in bed, lights out, just ready to fall asleep. And it feels like someone has bumped the bottom of my mattress. The first time this happened, I bolted upright in bed and was ready to grab a weapon and defend myself, but no one was there. The next times it occurred, I stayed still, seeing what would happen next. Sometimes it bumps the bed a second or third time, as if whatever it is wants my attention. Like the little bedwalkers, I've attempted to communicate with it, but it's not responded. It happens off and on with no discernible pattern. And after it happens, it feels like something is still in the room. I often request it to leave because the energy of this disturbs me a bit as it feels like it wants something from me. 
A bit more off-putting than that is a guy who energetically shows up at the foot of the bed when I stay at one of my friend's homes in San Diego. Though I haven't seen him with my eyes, I can mentally see him. He's tall. He wears a dark tailored suit that is a bit formal, though I don't recall a bow tie. And he appears to have a cape or a long trench coat on over his suit. I think he has a top hat on too, because after seeing him the first time, I recall thinking Abraham Lincoln was visiting me from beyond to chat with me. I can feel him standing at my feet at the foot of the bed. He doesn't push against the mattress. He just stands there, big and ominous. My friend has two upstairs guest rooms, and I've stayed various times in both, and he has shown up in both rooms. To my knowledge, no one has ever died in the house, though, and since he hasn't shown up anywhere else I've slept, it does feel as though he may be tied to either the house or the land it's on. Another option, however, is that he's able to visit me there because it's not cleared or protected like my home space. Communication with him also hasn't yielded any responses, which surprised me because I originally took him to be someone who had passed on. Dead people, when I can see or sense them, will usually speak to me. Often their communication is just short phrases or they will give me a message to deliver to someone, but not this guy. He just seems to be looking at me. His presence is strong and dark, though not violent. Eventually, he just fades away, though sometimes he hasn't, and I have fallen asleep having an awareness of him still being there. By far, the most disturbing nighttime experiences have been being attacked in my sleep. Now, I actually think I'm being attacked in another plane or dimension that somehow is also able to impact my physical being in this realm. I believe that the asleep part of me, or perhaps the astral me, is aware of what's going on, but the conscious part of me is not which is why the morning after, I've been a little horrified. One morning, I woke up feeling like I hadn't gotten much sleep, and I got in the shower. I was horrified as I looked at my upper thigh. It was swollen, red, purple, and clearly had a set of giant bite marks visible. What had happened in my sleep? At this time, I had no pets and certainly none that had a mouth span on them like a crocodile. So there was no accidental biting that could account for the wound on my leg. I also had fresh bruises of various sizes on the calf of that same leg, on my forearms and one of my biceps. I looked like I'd been in one heck of a fight, yet I remembered nothing. My mind wanted to account for it somehow and played out every potential logical scenario. Maybe I fell off the bed. Maybe I slept, walked into the wall. 
Maybe I stretched really, really wrong at yoga class the previous day. But in the end, none of those were really viable to explain the marks on my body. I had experienced milder versions of bruises and a small bite when I was in South America performing exorcisms, which was understandable given that I was messing with some pretty dark entities. But I hadn't performed one in quite some time and was at my house in the U.S. when this occurred. My spiritual teacher at that time was hosting an event that night, so I attended. After the program, I asked if I could show him something. I pulled up my skirt to reveal the hideous bite mark and point out the bruise trail down my leg. He asked me a couple questions like when it happened and if I thought I knew what it was. I shared my theories, which he didn't confirm or deny, but he did assure me that he'd take care of it. Since then, I have noticed a bruise showing up in the morning that wasn't there when I went to sleep here and there, but no other giant bite marks, thankfully. Speaking of marks, though, one day I again, in the shower, noticed a scar that had never been on my body before. It was about three-fourths of an inch long and right under that round bone in my ankle. I pushed on it and it felt like there was something hard and cylindrical under my skin. My mind immediately went to it being an implant. However, that would have to mean my house was broken into or I'd been abducted and I didn't remember that either. Like a CSI agent, I combed my house for clues. No jimmied open doors or stripped locks. I did find a streak of blood on a light switch. Was it mine? Was it someone else's? I lacked the equipment to find out. I also found a scratch on the wall coming up the stairs I'd never noticed before. These clues were small and easily explained away, but I knew something had happened because I suddenly started triple checking whether the garage door was closed and all the locks were in place before going to bed. And even though I lived alone, I started locking my bedroom door, which was really odd for me seeing as years ago, I lived with a roommate in Los Angeles and we only had one key and didn't bother to get another one made. So we just left the house unlocked all the time even at night when we slept. I felt safe and didn't worry about it. So the switch to obsessively checking that everything was locked and is locked, I still do it, before I go to bed and locking my bedroom door, which I had never ever done before, was another clue that something occurred my subconscious mind has a recollection of, but my conscious mind does not. The scar quickly faded within a week, and it isn't even visible now, but that area of my ankle itched for months after the incident. A few years after I noticed the scar, I got in a car accident and had reason to x-ray that foot. Like on the X-Files, I expected to see a little metal capsule in my foot, but the x-ray showed nothing of the sort leaving me even more baffled as to what was inserted and by whom and for what purpose. I still don't know, nor do I know if it's still in me. 
it doesn't feel like it is, but maybe I just want to believe that. The last night visitor experience I'll share today with you all is one that seems to be fairly common. The first time I recall it happening to me was about seven years ago. I had gone to bed, turned off the light, and was getting comfortable and about to fall asleep. And then suddenly, I felt like I couldn't move. I was frozen. I wanted to lift my arm to turn on the light, but I couldn't. I wanted to sit up and look around the room, but I couldn't. I felt myself start to panic. I knew this was likely not the way out of whatever was happening. And I suddenly realized that if I could observe that I couldn't move, I was in control over my thoughts. So I forced myself to relax and began saying the Hopa Onopono prayer. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. After about three times, I was able to move my body again. I do recall the freezing happening a few more times. The second time I tried to communicate with what was causing the sleep paralysis, it refused to communicate with me. I say refused because I did get the sense that there was something creating it and that if it wanted to, it could communicate with me, but it was choosing not to because it wasn't a very friendly energy. Now, I'm unclear whether the sleep paralysis was caused by ETs or demons, as I have the belief that both have the ability to create that effect. Whatever was causing it, though, has not visited me in at least a few years. I am grateful for that. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Next episode, I'll share my adventures with Jesus. Until then, remember that your spiritual journey is a supernatural adventure in and of itself. Enjoy the unfolding and embrace the unknown. Thank you for joining today's Adventures in Mysticism with Leah Grant. To go on more journeys with Leah, subscribe now. To step more fully into your spiritual role of bringing about a positive high-frequency future for humanity, visit adventuresinmysticism.com.